You are Locked On Heat, your daily Miami Heat podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, Heat Nation. I'm David Ramil, the host of Locked On Heat, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Please make sure to follow the show if you haven't already, wherever you listen to podcasts to get the latest episodes, especially with the Heat getting ready for the playoffs It's a good time to make sure you're getting the latest and updated information regarding your team every day. This episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Make sure to download the Locker Room app from the iOS App Store and find one of our Locked On Rooms, Locker Room. It's changing the way we talk about sports. I'd love to be able to talk about sports differently today. Unfortunately, some very bad news amid the joy of the team's recent success in making the playoffs. I mean, he have issued a statement Regarding Victor Oladipo, this is from the statement. The Miami Heat announced today that Victor Oladipo has decided to undergo season-ending surgery on his right quadriceps tendon. The surgery will take place tomorrow, Thursday, May 13th in New York. There is no timetable for his return at this time. Well, there you have it. Very succinct. No frills. No added emotion from Pat Riley. No additional information of any kind. Simply reporting a regrettable season-ending surgery. And one that it seems like was very likely to take place. Given the team's lack of information, the fact that it's been very secretive and things of that sort. And I'll address that first. I will talk about what happens to Miami now with Victor Oladipo out regarding the playoffs and their potential chase for a title. I'll also address what happens to Victor Oladipo in the heat when they... Look at free agency and whether or not Victor's return to the team is a realistic one. But as far as the surgery itself, the lack of information, we're kind of we're kind of spurred on here, right? I think one fans clamoring to know more information. I want to know what's going on with Victor. Victor is a big name, a superstar, and I want to know what's going on with our superstar who could potentially help our chances of making the NBA Finals. That makes sense. But then you also have the other flip side of it, unfortunately, where you have reporters that have been at this for a long time and are digging for information and they're trying to get some kind of clue as to whether or not Oladipo's healthy and why they haven't informed the team. And First of all, it's nobody's business. None. Not the fans and certainly not the damn reporters, of which I am one. And I, as I mentioned yesterday, I don't care about players' health and safety, I mean, that's not safety, but I don't care about their whether or not they're in health and safety protocols or whether or not they've been diagnosed with COVID like Tyler Hero and Bam Adebayo and Kendrick Nunn last year, right before they entered the Orlando bubble, right? I mean, think about that time period where everybody's kind of guessing, oh, well, who's on the team buzz? Is it Jimmy? Is it you know Kendrick? Is it Bam? Et cetera, et cetera. That's none of our, none of our business. Not fans, not reporters. Reporters are, well, they're a... Uh, they're an interesting lot. I've been there. I've seen them in action. They dig around. They're nosy. They're trying to find a scoop. It's partly how the game is played, right? We're at a society where our intent on finding out the latest information, you know, we, we need Adrian Wojnarowski to tweet who is going to get picked 10th overall by blank team 15 seconds before the ESPN announcement comes. So I understand that mentality. I'm not a fan of it. I don't like digging around, and certainly I think it's also a violation of a player's privacy. As a human being, they have the right to go see whatever doctor they want, to decide whether or not they want surgery, to decide whether or not they want this information public, 
And unfortunately, that choice is often taken away from them. So uh, that's I wanted to address that because now it feels like everybody's going to start bagging on Victor and saying, oh, what the hell? Why didn't you tell us what was going on? You were choosing to elect surgery. You know, why didn't you inform us about the dangers of the situation or whether or not there was something worse going on? We had all our hopes pinned on you. It's unfortunate and it's unfair. Uh, as far as the actual decision to get surgery, I'm not surprised. Either because of the, the extent of the injury, and again, I am no doctor, nor do I play one on TV, and I don't want to speculate as to whether or not the injury was severe, but if he's electing to have surgery, it's severe enough. And that's the right decision for him, and that's what should be the takeaway from all of this. Victor Oladipo, human being, slash occasional basketball player, chose to have a surgery for his health, for his longevity, for his ability to continue playing the game at some point in the future. And that's why he's having this surgery. It's not just for his ability to be able to come back in a week or two weeks or to be able to make an impact in this year's playoffs. That, as I said before, is less important for him than the overall safety and length of his career. He could have played. I, I Again, it's purely speculative at my point. My feeling is that the victor that we've seen would be able to go out there and play somewhat. But there's also the risk of increased injury. There's also the chance that he could wind up sacrificing the rest of his career completely. This is an elective surgery for him to be able to repair whatever's happening in his leg. And again, it's a quadriceps tendon that connects to the knee, if I understand it correctly. And so he wants that area repaired. He wants to feel good. He wants to near 100%, get some kind of, I don't know, improvement on a knee and an area of his leg that continues to be a problem for him because he wants to be able to continue playing basketball. So I don't know if it's about the money. I don't know if it's about securing a long-term contract. All those things are up in the air and, again, purely speculative at this point. But I will also address whether or not the acquisition was worth it because I've seen the argument being made that Kelly Olynyk's production in Houston – as well as the occasional defense and production from Avery Bradley might have been more useful for the Heat than Victor Lodipo. And to that point, I will disagree. I think, for one, Olenek was already being tortured by Heat fans quite regularly for his lack of production. And his numbers in Houston are not reflective of the reality that he would have embraced or been able to even uh, enjoy in Miami. His role was diminished. He wasn't getting the ball in his hands. Have you looked at his free throw numbers in Houston? Like he's his usage is through the damn roof. I don't even care to look it up because I just it's a that's a, a tire fire that's burning into the night, and <laughs> he is not getting that same kind of production in Miami. Like I have been supportive of Kelly Olynyk more than anybody else, even in Heat media, because I like him as a person. I've enjoyed talking to him in the locker room and out of it, and I think that he is a fine person. I think he's also a decent, talented player with great ability, and he can make an impact on this team. He did make an impact on this team, but it was always going to be diminished. He was never going to be allowed to have a huge role playing alongside Bam Adebayo or Jimmy Butler, that he wasn't able to thrive in that limited role. Part of that's on him. Part of that's on the Heat coaching staff. But more to the point, though, he wasn't going to be able to embrace – any kind of larger role this year, even without Victor Oladipo, you know. You have Dwayne Dedman now. You acquired Trevor Ariza. 
You've got your defense on versatility in Ariza. You've got three-point shooting somewhat in Ariza. And and Deadman, you've got a better rebounder than Kelly Olenek ever was. Olenek is a skilled player. Like We all forget his background as a guard, and then all of a sudden having a growth spurt. That's why he has the dribbling ability. That's why he is the passer that he is. That's why he has that fake dribble handoff. He is a skilled player. More skilled than Dwayne Deadman by far. But he wasn't going to thrive here. He's he's doing things differently in Houston that he was going to be able to do in Miami. And so that he was able to do for three and a half seasons in Miami. So his time here was done. And it's fine. Now he can go and enjoy a, a free agency option. He can join another team. He's put up big numbers. Some other team will spend a lot of money on him in the future. And he deserves it. Good for him. He just wasn't going to be able to make the kind of impact here. Miami's depth is fine. I think they've got good talent now. They've got their superstars. They've got supportive players. We can't lose sight of the fact that Miami's been pretty good over the last few weeks, even without Victor Oladipo there. As for Victor's time in Miami, is he done? Well, I'll address that in the next segment. When I look at free agency, what Miami's options are, what Victor's options might be, and the different scenarios that could play themselves out. But first, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about rockauto.com. Look, Finding auto parts sucks. You go into a store, you don't know what you're looking for. They kind of dig around their computers and they tell you something that you might need. And turns out you probably don't need it and you wind up spending more money than you'd like to for it. Why bother doing that? If you can find what you need, you can find it on rockauto.com, a family-owned business that's been serving customers online for two decades. You can choose from hundreds of manufacturers on the easy-to-use site and you get everything delivered directly and safely to your door. Why spend more for the exact same parts at a chain store? RockAuto.com's low prices are the same for everybody. So go to RockAuto.com right now, see all the parts available for your car or truck, then go to the section that says, how did you hear about us? And write the phrase locked on so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car or truck will ever need. That's RockAuto.com. I see it there are four possibilities regarding Victor Oladipo and his future with the Miami Heat the first one the Miami Heat want him back and Victor Oladipo wants to be back there were concerns regarding Miami and how they handled the situation aside from the whole privacy issue which I discussed in the previous segment but whether or not as we've seen from them in the past they might be trying or might have been trying to force him back out on the floor uh, given their history with Justice Winslow, Deion Waiters, and others in Heat history, it's not unlikely. Or that maybe they even resisted the idea of surgery. But Tim Reynolds of the Associated Press uh, tweeting out likely uh, information given to him by the team, indicating that the team was supportive of his option, Victor's option, to have surgery. And this does two things, for, in my opinion. One, it tells people around the league that maybe this organization isn't as cutthroat as it is widely perceived. The flip side of heat culture and pushing you to be your best is that sometimes, well, you can be a little bit uh, a little bit rough. I'm sure guys like Justice and others are probably not very happy about how the Heat handled their health issues, Dion, et cetera. Again, this ain't the usual cast when it comes up to that. Maybe maybe both parties, the team and the player, have some fault in whatever situations played out here. But regarding Victor, at the very least, this is some good PR from the team, right? You look, oh yeah, we, Victor suffered an injury. We knew about his injury history. We took a chance with him anyway. And now that he wants to have surgery, well, we support him in that decision. That looks good. 
you know, players on 29 other teams are going, well, that's a team that cares about you. That's a family environment. That's a, a, an organization that is looking out for your best interest. That's a possibility. I, I think PR matters. Look, players are much more aware of the intricacies and nuances of player management relationships. They know whether or not a team is just PR, whether or not they're just bullshit that's for public consumption, whether or not they're just branding. They are fully aware of what heat culture means. And yes, one part of it is brand, and the other part is the reality. Well, look, they, they do get you into better shape. They do find a way to get you to be the best version of yourself. And I think that is something that's pretty widely known, regardless regardless of whether or not you actually want to do the work or not. That's the whole point. It's like, you come here, do you want to do the work? Are you willing to do whatever is necessary? That's, that's no lie. That's no BS. That's no brand. That's the reality. And so players have to make that choice when they consciously decide to join the Miami Heat as a free agent or because they want to get a chance at improving or lengthening their career. For Victor... You know, maybe that's part of the re- the rationale here is that they're supportive of him. He wants to be able to come back. It's been years of him wanting to return to the organization, of wanting to join in, in in some capacity. Now he's here. Maybe he elects to come back. And maybe from the Heat side of things, like we supported your surgery because we know that there's potential here. There's We know that you want to come back, and we, we know that we can add you here in a diminished role to some degree. Now, the second option, again, another possibility that I see, is that the Heat want him back, but Victor Oladipo doesn't want to return. To me, that's pretty obvious. That would be about money or role or both. Victor's choices would be to you know, elect surgery and then test free agency waters and see what happens. He's a unrestricted free agent. That could be a very strange market for Victor this summer. Who knows how long his timetable... Again, the team does not have a timetable for his return, so... Does a team want to take a chance at a rehabbing Victor Oladipo? He'd be able to rehab in South Florida, even as a free agent. You know, would the Heat want him to come back on some kind of a prove it deal? Maybe we'll offer him, maybe they'll offer him a, a one plus one, something along those lines where he can have a player option like Dion. And if he comes back healthy at any point next year and makes a huge impact and he enters free agency again, then maybe Miami could resign him to a bigger, greater deal. That's a certain possibility. Victor might not want that. He might want to just take whatever options, however limited. Nobody knows right now what those options are. That's the reality. He chose to have surgery. He could bounce back in three months and be somewhat healthy again. There will always be concerns about his health, but there will also be teams out there that will be interested in adding a player like Victor Oladipo. And maybe Miami is one of them. Maybe they aren't. And maybe he looks to have more money more years, more length on the contract, whatever, and Miami's not willing to to bargain on that. And so Victor decides ultimately, you know what? It's been fun, but I'm out of here. Now, that, the next possibility is that the Heat don't want him back and that Victor does. We'd never know if that was the case. Like, if the Heat, the Heat aren't going to go out and say, yeah, we've decided not to really bring back Victor. They're never going to publicly say anything. They're just going to let it sit, let the situation play out the way it does. And then Victor either ultimately decides to choose another team or, unfortunately, there's the very real possibility that his time in the NBA could be over. I I think that's very unlikely, but given his health, given the fact that he may never be fully healthy, maybe maybe there are enough interests outside of the world of basketball where he doesn't feel the need to come back. I don't think that's likely also. I I think he'll make a return. I'm just not sure where it would be. And then the last option... 
both parties mutually agree to move on. Similarly, Miami could just wait and see what the market is on Victor and not make contact right away. When free agency begins, they don't have to reach out to Victor and his agent. This is the team that didn't reach out to Dwayne Wade after all, and it wound up spurring him to Chicago. So I, I think there's all sorts of machinations that we could see play out here, and that would be a very tough situation. If you're asking me what I think is likely to happen of these four scenarios, whew, my gut tells me it's the second one, that the Heat want to bring them back in a diminished role at a diminished price and a lower contract that doesn't impede or limit their flexibility with the salary cap or to add other free agents. They've got a lot on their plate. They've got other guys on this team that they want to bring in and guys outside of it. So they certainly want to amass as much talent as possible. And there's no denying that Victor's talented. They, they, they know of his affinity for South Florida. They know of his longtime interest in joining this team and his organization, being a part of the culture, uh, to follow in Dwayne Wade's footsteps to some degree. That's all clear. But Victor has to do what's in his best interest and what he could possibly get out as a free agent. And who knows what that market looks like. That's where it's all so tricky to determine exactly or to project what might happen a couple months from now. Will a team offer him four years? It seems almost impossible to imagine, but we've seen more <laughs> confusing, head-scratching scenarios in free agency before. So who knows what could happen? There's all, all it takes is one. One bad team, one badly run organization to say, hmm, could a Sacramento Kings throw money at him? I mean, like, unlikely given that they have Tyrese Halliburton. But again, there's always some team that says, you know what, maybe we'll take a chance. Maybe we believe in Victor Oladipo. Hell, maybe it could be, you know, the Orlando Magic. They're rebuilding, right? Isn't that a nice story? They, they've they got the option there to to bring back Oladipo. They've got uh, was it Cole Anthony. As their starting point guard, they could bring Oladipo back as their two guard. He's beloved there. You know, he, he didn't have any animosity towards Magic fans and vice versa. They're going to be rebuilding next year. They get a guy that the organization is familiar with. They bring him back, like give him a chance to rehab and kind of put a, a nice bow on a career that did not go the way either of those two parties thought it might play out. And that seems like a, a nice story in many, many ways to me. And uh, one I'd be interested in watching, to be honest with you. So, yeah, I, I think the Heat would want him back because there is mutual interest there. I think they want to have a guy like Oladipo who can contribute offensively, defensively. They want to be able to monitor his return, his progress, his rehab, and things of that sort. But I also don't think they're going to make him a priority in any way, shape, or form. Given the players that you currently are looking to resign that are on this roster, Duncan Robinson, Kendrick Nunn, or free agents that you might be looking to add, such as, namely, Kyle Lowry, I can't imagine a world where Victor is the priority. He's probably on a third tier of free agent options, and you have his – basically, you, you can make whatever decision you want to. You can let it play out where Victor signs elsewhere. You can just kind of watch and see and say, look, man, we'll offer you a very small short-term deal and we'll give you an opportunity to prove it. They, I think the organization, similarly to what they did with Dion, they want to be able to make good on players and, and have them bet on themselves and find a way to contribute. I don't think they are opposed to paying players, but they want to pay for commensurate value. And to me, they have to monitor the situation to see whether or not Victor's ever going to return to health and, and be a player that can earn a long-term contract at a significant amount of money. Because right now, that's not the case. Why take a chance on a 20-something-year-old player with a history, a long, 
unfortunate history of injury when you can add a younger player that might offer some of the same athleticism and some of the same tenacity. I mean, is Kendrick Nunn that much a worse option than Victor Oladipo? Only defensively. Offensively, he's probably better than Victor is. Might be better than Victor ever was. He's right up there, certainly. So you can bring back Kendrick Nunn as a realistic option, pay him a little bit more than you'd like to, and kind of just continue to develop him. And again, you're familiar with his work, you're familiar with his work ethic and everything else, and you want to bring him back. Say la vie. You let Victor Oladipo find greener pastures if they're available elsewhere. Unfortunate that it comes down to this years of speculation, years of mutual interest, and Victor's future and health is on the line here. And that his career in Miami, after everything that's gone on over the last few years, over in just four games. What a terrible, terrible side note to a a really difficult season for so many NBA players and so many people outside of the world of basketball. But for Victor, a good person who just has had bad luck over the last couple of years of his career, I think he deserves better. And unfortunately, we'll unlikely to ever see that play out the way we would have liked it to in a heat uniform. But I'll talk a little bit about what the impact is for Victor Oladipo this season and his absence now that Miami is in the playoffs and looking to make some noise in the Eastern Conference. What will they do without Victor Oladipo in a heat uniform? And I'll talk about that before I talk a little bit about Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season's in full swing. You can track all the action at Bet Online. There are tons of sports news and action going on almost every day with the start of the new WNBA season, the NBA playoffs, the NHL, and so much more. Head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, contest information, and more. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts, and don't forget to use the promo code LOCKEDON. Sports news you need in under 20 minutes with a Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Burkowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our own local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. So what happens next? Miami in the playoffs, looking to make some noise. And Victor Oladipo was certainly going to be a part of that. At least that was the expectation and hope for a lot of Heat fans and probably from the organization itself. But it's not the best case scenario for Miami, but it also certainly isn't the worst. The Heat are very fortunate and very smart to have kept Tyler Hero and Kendrick Nunn as options on this roster. Hero and Nunn both finding their groove at just the right time. I don't know (laughs) whether or not that's sustainable. We've seen both players falter at some point over the course of the season. Kendrick playing for a little bit more as a restricted free agent himself, one who may wind up making a lot of money in free agency, probably more than Victor Oladipo at this point. If you have an option of signing either one of those two players, there's a good chance you're going to sign a younger guy rather than one with a lot of injury risk. But Oladipo's subtraction from this roster is basically no different Then the team that challenged the Lakers in the finals last year. You substitute Trevor Ariza for Jay Crowder and Dwayne Dedman for Olenek and the combination of KO and Myers Leonard, neither of which was significantly impactful. And I think it's a pretty good fit for the Heat, and they certainly have the same roster, different style of play, I guess, from those two specific players. But like Ariza, not quite the shooter that 
Crowder was, but as versatile defensively, playing the same role, and and Crowder's shooting had you know it faltered by the time he the team reached the NBA Finals. So Deadman provides a little bit more oomph on the inside, a little bit more edge, and you hope between him and Precious Achua and Andre Iguodala, whatever's left of his you know career, that you can get something similar out of what you were getting for Olenek last year. Uh, to me, their path to the finals wasn't dependent on Oladipo's health, but it would have been a lot easier one. Like Oladipo, when healthy, was the guy that you could throw at Kyrie Irving, Drew Holiday, Seth Curry, Shake Milton, Joe Harris, James Harden, not to mention Derrick Rose, Trey Young, or any other guard Miami might face in the playoffs. That was an option there. Like so much of Miami's defense is built around the ability to flash out to the corners, and and Oladipo had the ability to do that, to be able to guard a three point line, to be somewhat more switchable and versatile. They don't have an option like that now. Kendrick Nunn is not that player. It taxes guys like Nunn and Duncan in a way that uh, having Oladipo on the floor would not have taxed him. Like first of all, Nunn and Oladipo were never going to share the floor anyway. But you insert Oladipo in that starting lineup, and that makes the defense just a lot better. <laughs> There's no way around that. You know, we've seen the defense falter over the last few weeks, even as we've seen their offense continue to get better and better. You'd hope that they could find some balance, and with Jimmy and Bam, two All NBA defender, you know, defender top level players, you can probably do just enough. But it certainly helps to have a guy like Oladipo, whose defense hadn't been. All that bad. I, I, despite the injuries and everything else, his defense was maybe not as good as ever, but still a great factor, a still a great strength of his, and one that made Miami a much stronger team. So it's a, a little bit of a, an issue for the Heat in that, yes, they'll have some defensive issues here and there throughout the playoffs. That was going to be the case, even with Oladipo, but they'll have more of them with Victor out there. I'm sorry, without Victor out there. Their ceiling is a little lower. Their floor is basically the same. Because of the strength of Nunn and Duncan and Hero and Goron, who are all peaking at just the right time for Miami. Again, this is very similar to the team that we saw last year. And given all that, the losses of Oladipo isn't going to be what keeps this team from getting out of the playoffs. Or, I'm sorry, not getting out of the playoffs, but not making a deep run. Like They're going to they're gonna have issues defensively. Of that, there is no doubt. And maybe, you know, it would be nice to have a guy like Oladipo, particularly in a matchup against the Brooklyn Nets. I think that's where he probably would have been most vital. He was another defensive player, another guy who can limit what Joe Harris can do, what Kyrie Irving can do, what Harden can do. You know, he weren't going to put him on Durant necessarily, but could he handle that mismatch for a second or two? Yeah, absolutely. Right now, Kendrick Dunn isn't that guy. You need Duncan Robinson to play defense a lot better than he has been. Like over the last, you know, he's been great over the last few weeks and making steady improvements, but he's not a guy that you want on an island against KD, that's for sure. Not a lot of players uh, would thrive under those kinds of circumstances, and Duncan certainly isn't one of them either. So it's a, it's a tough loss on many levels. Most importantly, the human one, you know, the fact that Oladipo's career is now in doubt and his tenure in Miami ends so quickly and so unfortunately in such an unfortunate way. As for Miami, their playoffs chances are as good as ever, I'd say. Maybe, again, their ceiling's a little lower because they're going to have some issues defensively, but they'll be fine offensively. And as long as you've got Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo, you're going to be okay. 
And that's the thing, too, is like, as good as Oladipo had been earlier in his career, he was not a superstar now. He wasn't the third guy. He, this wasn't the big three. You know, this isn't losing Chris Bosh out there. This is a different, different scenario completely. And for Miami, they've still got a job to do. And you know their mentality is going to be, okay, well, we know that Victor's out now. No more waiting. Next man up. And that falls on everybody. They believe that. In fact, they might even use this adversity as fuel. I find that to be a very realistic possibility for this strangely wired team, right? Like they'll find those kind of slights. They'll kind they'll find a, a way to take a player's loss and injury and say, oh, okay, now you're going to count us out. Well, now we're going to come back even stronger. Who knows? <laughs> players, they don't think like we do. <laughs> That's for sure. They have very, very different approaches to almost every aspect of life. And this is certainly one option for them to be inspired to play even better now because of the loss of Victor Lotipo. I'm curious to see how they respond against the Philadelphia 76ers. By the time you're hearing this podcast, it'll only be a few hours away. The Sixers, uh, you know, still fighting for the first seed in the Eastern Conference, a matchup that would probably behoove them to have. And for Miami, we'll see. I mean, right now, so much, they're, they're tied for, I think they're fifth right now, but obviously it's a three-way tie in terms of overall record. Atlanta could drop to six. Atlanta could rise to fourth. So many different things could happen, and uh, it's going to be an interesting playoffs no matter what. Unfortunately, Victor Oladipo won't be there to share it with the Miami Heat, but I will. I'll be covering it just as good as I always have, and you can always reach me via email at LockedOnHeat at gmail.com or via Twitter using the hashtag AskOlHeat. Be sure to please follow the show and leave a review, especially now with the playoffs right around the corner. Special thanks to all of our sponsors for supporting the show, and thanks to all of you. This is David Ramil signing off for now. 